Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that there is more to confidence in the bedroom or the kitchen or the sex club or a stairwell or the woods or wherever you are. There's so much more to sex wherever you do it than just jackhammering away. But if all you're missing in your relationship is some mutually beneficial stiffness, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office with the doctors that never got trained in sex ed and how to talk to people about it, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They say that there is nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. Of course, I know you sweet listeners know that using confidence to connect, if you can be confident enough to be really vulnerable with someone, to communicate, to create a safe space that you occupy together, that is super hot. That's the foundation of a connection. And if you have a boner, that can definitely help you do certain things that you know that I love, just as long as you don't skip all the other stuff too. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. And as they say, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER. At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That is bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wyo Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast that creates a magical space where we can listen to and learn from each other in the sexiest of ways so that we can all lead better laid lives. Our guest today is an 18-year-old straight dude who's taken. He's into light BDSM, dark colors, piercings, tattoos. He gets turned on by certain skin and voices. A guitarist from Portugal. Welcome, Troy. <laughs> Hello. Can you start off by telling our listeners where you fall on the sexual shameometer today, with 10 being super full of shame and one being the least shame? Okay, so usually I'm between those like one, two. Mm -hmm. Today, I don't know. I woke up and I felt like a little bit more shame because I was excited to be here. Okay. So kind of a, between a three and a five, but I think I'll, I'll get closer to the zero. So yeah. Okay. Well, and then can you just give our listeners a little overview of what your sex life is like right now? Right now I'm taken. I have an active uh, sexual life. I have been with my partner for two months. Yeah, two months. Nice. And we don't have had a lot of sex, actually. We just started having one month ago and we had sex like five to six times. Okay. Yeah. Take us back to the very beginning. When do you first remember hearing about sex? Yeah, okay. I have a very clear image of that. I know that the first time I heard about sex, it was when I was studying for school. I asked my mom for help on how babies were born, and she kind of explained to me the, the whole process. Uh -huh. uh, but I, I didn't actually get the whole idea because I thought that like two people loved each other. That's how she explained to me. And sex wasn't something that had, like, a duration of time. Right. It just happened in, in seconds. Like, the penis was inside of the vagina, and then it just ended in, like, three seconds. That's the, the, the idea that I had. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can relate to that. I had no concept about, like, thrusting or, like, the connection with another yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. So, is your mom, are your parents pretty comfortable? 
Uh, no, not really. Okay, like, what was talking about sex like in your family? Yeah, that's the thing. The closer that we get to talking about sex is jokes. Like my parents, my, my dad makes a lot of jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't really usually talk. I never had like this stable family dynamic, you know. So I never really addressed to them that I'm not a virgin, okay. but I think they know because okay. they actually almost got me sometimes. So oh really? Yeah, How, yeah, yeah. What yeah. happened? What happened? Ooh, the the best month. Like the partner that I'm with now, she has the thing like she prefers to do it in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mom entered the room, and she just like heard moaning she just said my name and saw that the lights were out yeah 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 and she she just closed the door really fast and was like oh sorry and then closed the door and yeah yeah Oops. it was really funny so they don't say anything about it afterwards they're just like yeah okay yeah not really and do you have siblings i do i do i do so with my sister she has this thing that she wants to be the perfect little sister for everybody she's like i'm the younger one She's in the middle and I have a, a older brother. Okay. And she wants to be this perfect little like sister, you know. She never told me that she lost her virginity. But I do talk about sex with her boyfriend. I'm like really close oh, to nice. him. Yeah, yeah. I, I have talked told about him, like my experiences, my exes, all those things, my partners, yeah. Okay. And is your family very religious at all, or are there any kind of like what's the culture like where you grew up? It, it's kind of it's weird because we have like the two sides. My mom and my sister I, are kind of religious. Mm-hmm. My brother and my father, not at all. Okay. And I used to be an atheist. Now I'm like kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't support the church at all, you know. Yeah. So all, all those things that have like all the vision that the church has on sex. I'm very like, I don't really agree with it. I yeah. don't agree with sex uh, after marriage and all those things. I think that people should experience what they want. And for me, sex is more something of a like a moment that you have with another person. Mm. I don't know. You feel a connection with that person. It's not necessary that you have to marry that person, you know. It can be something momentarily completely. But, but yeah. Yeah. So when do you feel like you really started actually learning about sex? Like it was, what, did you learn about it at school? Were there friends who talked about things? Actually, with my friends, I, I, I'm not like a very experienced person. I'm very young. Uh, I've had uh, 10 sexual partners. Mm. But I've always been like from the people that I know, the the one of the most with most experience. So when they told uh, me about sex, like I was the first to, to really talk about it because it, this is the thing, like masturbation and sex came separate, uh, like in separate ways for me, you know, like masturbation started way earlier. Uh, that's like normal, but I didn't really relate it to sex, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like we just talked about like. Who was doing what and who started first and all those things. I started masturbating like really, really late. Oh, late? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I know that I tried it like in the fifth grade and I was like, nah, nah, it's too soon for me. So I I ordered like three years or something like that. And then I tried it again and, and it was okay. Then it started to be like a regular thing, yeah about sex like i started learning about sex was when like everybody started talking about pornos and all those things mm-hmm. and i saw it and i didn't like actually i have a really cool thing that the first time i saw a vagina mm-hmm. i got really confused really like, really confused why really really confused <laughs> i don't know i just couldn't understand it it was like 
I had no idea what it looked like. So, so yeah, I had, I was like really confused. And I was like, okay, I can't understand this right now. That's one of the reasons why I was like, okay, this is not for me right now. I'm too young. Wait. And then I came later. When did you it. first see the vagina in porn? In porn. Mm-hmm. And it was because a friend of mine started showing porn in like uh, the bathroom of the school. And oh. yeah, I was like, okay, shit, that, that isn't for me. Did you know what vaginas were before that? I had an idea. I had an idea. Like uh, people, I, I, I like learned about it in school. Yeah. And how babies were made and all those things. But I never really saw one. Like I had actually no idea what it looked like completely. Okay. So your friend showed you this porno in the bathroom. That is so interesting. I believe you are our youngest guest so far, which is awesome. Okay, so that yeah. means that you grew up with a level of technology that, like, I'm about to turn 32. <laughs> I didn't have phones with pictures on them when I was in middle school you know and and so it sounds like you really had a good sense of what was right for you at the right time how did you get that I don't know I I just had this feeling you know because I don't know it wasn't a way of I got it's more confused than scared when I saw my first porno Mm. because I had information to so much things you know I always was like in touch with technology I used to play a lot of computers since I was very very young yeah and I, I started, like, from a young age. Also, my brother is a gamer, too. So okay. he uh, teach, uh, teach me everything about computers that I know. And from a young age, I had this, like, filter to know what to absorb and what not to absorb from the Internet, you know? Wow. And, yeah, and when I felt that something wasn't for me, I, I wasn't going to, like, <laughs> look uh, into it, you know? Mm-hmm. I just tried to avoid it until I was ready. And that's what happened with porn, actually. Okay. So, yeah. So going back to masturbation, you said you tried it when you were about 10. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10, 11. And then you were like, "Ah, I need to wait a little bit longer. Where did you first hear about it? And what did you try? Okay, okay. The first time that I I heard about it, it was in the fourth grade. It was one year before that, Mm -hmm. that I remember perfectly. Like two friends of mine started masturbating at the same time because they heard about it because of a brother of one of them. Okay. And they told us about it. They was like, oh, you guys have to try this. And nobody really talked about it. But after that, like when we were older and we talked about it, they admitted that everybody tried it in that year. I was like the only one that didn't do it. And then I remembered about that conversation that we had in the the past year. So I just tried it. And I, I tried like normal masturbation, you know, just up, down movements. I didn't really came yeah. <laughs> or anything. Yeah, and I, I was just like, okay, this is nice, but this is not like my vibe right now, you know? Yeah. So I, I felt like I had to wait a little bit longer to, to really start masturbating, yeah. And then what was the moment where you were like, yeah, now I'm ready to try again? Ooh, I also know that like I have a very vivid mo- memory of that because I had a crush on a girl that was in my school and... Like, I really liked her a lot. And we actually started dating after, like, some years after that. And I remember, like, thinking about it. And I was like, okay, like, she's really nice. I really like her. But more, not just in a, a like, like, love situation, you know, like, more sexual situation. Uh-huh. But I didn't really know what it was. Mm-hmm. And and I think my instincts just kicked in. And I was like, okay, maybe, like, that thing that happened some years ago and I didn't really, like, it wasn't my thing. Maybe I should try it right now. And yeah, yeah. And I just did. It was nice. It was nice. And so were you thinking about her, imagining her? And where were you? What what did you actually decide to do with your hands? With your, yeah. 
Yeah, it's the the place where I was, it was in my old room. It was like a really little, like suffocated room that I was in, uh-huh. and I was like really worried that my parents would hear anything because I I always like in my whole life I always had the idea of sex and masturbation and all those things to be something natural. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't really comfortable with my family to talk about it and yeah. to address it. When I masturbated, actually, I didn't really think about her. I think that. I masturbated the first time because I thought like like it came connected, but when I actually masturbated, I, I didn't really think about it. I don't know what, what, what I was thinking about it. Like, yeah. But but yeah, it just happened. And what I did to my hands, I just I I did the thing that I did last time, you know, just up down movements, uh-huh. and I, I just let it go where it should be, and yeah, yeah, That's just awesome. like that. And are you more of a like? thumb on top thumb on bottom like how do you Ooh. like to touch yourself will you please tell us the details yeah i'm more of a a, a thumb on bottom okay. but i have this That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay well, actually when people do it to me i i prefer like people to to variate and also use two hands when they can mm-hmm. if they feel comfortable with mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and i have this thing like right now there's a, a very sensitive spot that i have that it's like next to the head on the bottom part of, of my penis, like I feel it like very sensitive there. It's really nice when I touch it there. Cool. And in blowjobs, when somebody licks that, like I, I just go crazy. I really enjoy that, actually. Awesome. Do you tell your partners that or do you just let them discover it? Yeah, usually I, I'm very like talkative about sex with my partners. Yeah. I really like to, to talk about things because I'm very I, I'm very concerned with uh, how to, uh, consent. <laughs> like I have this thing that, for example... Like, I've made out with people when I was drunk and everything, like, a night out, so discos. But, I, for example, I, I can't make out with a girl that's drunker than me. Yeah. I have this thing that I I freak out. I just can't. I, I have to have, like, the clear consent, uh, yeah. consent of, of the person. Like, yeah. she has to really tell me, like, yeah, I'm attracted to you and I want this to happen. And the first times that I'm having sex with some, for example, when I start in a relationship, I ask, like, very much the person during the act like are you okay are you okay with this everything nice like i'm very talkative about it that's amazing how did you learn to talk about it how did you learn about consent okay the thing is uh when i was younger i i was like a victim of child abuse okay i had like some traumas with that but i didn't really get that it was child abuse till Mm. like one two years ago okay i thought it was something normal that happened but then and nowadays, the like people that were raped and all that time type of themes, mm-hmm. people address it way more, you know. Yes. And I started looking into things like researching, and and I realized that that thing that happened was not okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm very freaked out about consent. I have to have like the clear saying of the person, like I'm okay with this, and even if I try something new, like maybe in the heat of the moment I might try, but I also always ask like is everything okay but i usually talk beforehand you know that's great before trying anything yeah if i'm understanding you correctly it sounds like you did a little bit of research and under had a new understanding of your past experiences that maybe they are not very okay yeah, did yeah, you yeah. do anything to process that or take care of yourself or talk about it with anyone or what was your experience around that like the first time that i really addressed it with uh, somebody else mm-hmm. it was when i was really drunk at a party oh. and i was with a friend of mine and, and we just had like loads of deep talks and i just told him about it mm-hmm. and the second person that i told it was one of my exes 
that actually suffered from the same thing. I just told her to make her feel better to show that she was not she was not alone. <laughs> and I've told my current partner, and she was actually a little bit freaked out at the beginning because she was like she didn't know how to react. Right. Uh, but now we we like talked about it and everything's okay. Okay. So yeah. So can you tell us? what your first partnered experiences were like? Just kind of un- give it the unfolding of your sexual debuts with others. Okay, so I have this thing. I usually, like, I get in a lot of relationships, you know? And in between those relationships, I love experimenting things, you know? I love, like, meeting new people and doing new things to get, like, I don't know, just to advance and evolve, yeah. then to come to another relationship and be, like, a new person, a better person. Okay, the first things like sexual that I did with anybody it was just like under clothes stuff, but never really like touching anything, never touching like genitalia and things. How old were you? The first time that I tried it, I was like, like under clothes things, 13. Okay. Yeah, 13. Okay, something like that. I was young. I was young. I lost my virginity pretty young. Okay. Where were you, by the way? Oh, the, the really the first first time that I tried, it was with a girl that I found like I didn't have a crush on her, but I, I thought that she was like really hot, uh, like really really hot. And I told her like in the face like I don't want anything serious, but I really think you're hot, and I want to try some things with you. And like she was okay with it. Yeah, okay. she was older actually, like two years older. She was 15 and I was 13. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how did your 13 year old self even know to say that? I don't know. I just I have this thing thing like even in sex, like I just knew what to do. I never had like instructions. Lo- uh-huh. A lot of my friends, like I was the first one to lose my virginity in my class. Yeah. And during the years, a lot of my friends asked me very questions like, how do you untie a bra? Yeah. How do you finger someone? All of those questions. And I always helped them. But I never really like needed that because I, I used to experiment a lot. I used wow. to like, yeah, be very curious. So. So what did you actually say to her? You were like, hey, I'd like to experiment. And then did you say what you wanted to try? If someone said that to me, if someone walked up to me and was like, hey, uh, I think you're pretty. I don't know if I want anything with you, but I would like to make out with you a lot. Maybe like your pussy. I'd be like, okay, should we talk tests? Like, let's, let's do it. Like, if I, if I got an actual clear ask, I would feel so excited and safe. So what did you say, though? Like, how did you, what, what was your version? When I talked to her, I, I, used, I, I already knew her uh-huh. from like some years ago. She was a friend of friends. And I don't know. I was like, my friends were hyping me up to kiss her and everything. But I don't know. I just felt like I wanted something more with her. But not like in a relationship-wise, yeah. like sexually. And I just like went up to her. I didn't know if she was experienced or not. So I just like opened up my heart and just said like, okay, I, like there's these things that I want to try that I feel like I want to do. And like, if you're okay with it, I'd like to try it with you because I find you're hot. Then I, I find that you're like a cool person. So yeah. And she was like, yeah okay and then yeah we went to a room and it just happened yeah i was i'm always like very direct with the things that i want to do wow yeah that's kind of amazing how does it work for you being direct because sometimes i'm very direct and it goes Mm. poorly but it sounds like your experience is great oh no for me it works out like very well because i don't i don't like like it's not the thing that i don't like foreplay or anything i love like the start of sex you know i think that the best part of sex is that that thrill that, oh, I'm going to take it off. I'm not going to take it off. I'm going to touch it or not. You know, I love like 
uh, provoking the person yeah. a lot, yeah. especially when I'm going down on somebody. I like to provoke a lot. Can you tell us the details, please? Oh yeah, yeah. I used to like. I have this thing that every time I want to start, I want to start to go down on somebody. I I usually kiss like the body from top to bottom. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love it. And then when I get like to the genitalia and all those things, I go like very much around it. You know, I start to kiss the legs, maybe bite it, maybe lick around it, just touch it like once or twice. You know, I just take my time. I, I love, I love eating pussy. That's like one of my favorite things in sex <laughs> by far. Yeah, by far. And yeah, I just try to like get the person like to really want it, really, really, really want it. And yeah. when she's like on that top part that she like can't hold it no more i just i do it yeah wow okay yeah. so to go back we had your early experience with this 15 year old girl who was a little bit older than yeah. you and you did some under the clothes touching in her room you said yeah, yeah it was actually in the room of a of the friend that i had like like he was my friend and she was his friend you know okay. and it was in his room yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was he was okay with it so yeah that's a good friend that's awesome fun. that's awesome yeah totally totally <laughs> so where did you go from there what happened next tell us your tell us the next chapter of your sex stories okay the the next chapter that i had in sexual wise was with that one girl that i had the crush on mm. Ooh. and i liked her since like fourth grade or something mm -hmm. she actually used to date the friend of mine we were in the fourth grade but it was like you know like kids relationship yeah and in a trip to i think it was austria i think we went to ski with mm -hmm. school mm -hmm. like things ended up like we kissed and we we made out and things happened and then like we didn't know if we want to get into a relationship and all those things because like things were complicated at the time between us because we used to be, be best friends and then we made out and everything was really confusing mm. but then we started dating and she was really inexperienced like really inexperienced i wasn't her first kiss but i was like her first like made out like the first person that she made out with and and it just went to evolve from just touching you know like over clothes mm -hmm. like she wasn't really comfortable with it actually her parents were very strict about okay. boyfriends and all those things okay. and i took my time i i tried never to pressure her i was like okay i want to do these things if you're okay with it mm -hmm. and like we dated for one year and one month mm -hmm. and during that time i went from like over the clothes to full-on like blow jobs hand jobs and everything but sex you know okay okay and i have like a, with that relationship something like a fetish of mine grew in me that's like doing it in public places like yeah yeah like where I, the the first time that i actually received the blowjob it was behind the gym in in our school your very first uh, yeah. blowjob ever yeah yeah it, like the first she like did it, like she put it in her mouth yeah and did like one or two trusts but yeah. nothing more then we did it at her house uh, and then we used to do it like when we made out or we wanted anything to happen we had like a spot in our school that it was like every week on the same day one of the teachers used to leave the door open in our class so we used to do like a lot of things there we closed <laughs> the windows yeah in our class but there was one time that i was like actually mad with a friend of mine and we did things like on his table yeah <laughs> uh, yeah 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 then I told him about it. He was like really mad, but it was funny. It was really funny. completely good, worth it. That's the type of prank completely. that I like, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really worth it. Oh really, my God. really worth it. So you never got walked in on? Actually, there was 
like one or two times that they almost caught us. Oh, there's one thing. Like I, I was kissing, like doing things with our tits and everything. And a friend of ours went behind the gym mm-hmm. and saw us, and like took a, took a picture. But <gasps> oh, he didn't no. really he didn't realize that we were doing like things. You know, he just wanted to take like a cute picture to oh, like send gosh. it to her and say like, oh, you guys are so cute. And it was a very pornographic picture, yeah. Oh it my was gosh. A big stress because nobody knew what happened like between us, you know? Yeah. Like they knew that we were in a relationship. Yeah. But she was this like really innocent girl and all those yeah. things and nobody knew about the thing. Actually I never told anybody about the things that we did because it was okay. very personal to her. That's we, amazing. We, yeah, we, we broke up in very bad terms. Oh. I have this thing that I, I almost every relationship I break up with in very bad terms. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, very, very bad terms. Because I always try to take it like I, I never give up on a relationship just at the very, very end. And things usually get like to a place that I just can't no more. Mm. And I break up and then and then all my relationships, but this one, the the best ones, were very codependent, you know? Okay. Yeah, it was I, when I get in a relationship, it usually is like very long relationships. I have three relationships, one of one year and one month. Okay. Another one of 11 months, and that one was with a girl that I lost my virginity with. And then another one in distance, she was from Lisbon. It's like a three hours ride from here. Yeah. It was one year in like four months or anything like that. You have had yeah. more long-term relationships than me, officially. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and now I'm, I'm dating a girl from the city uh, next door. It's like a 25 minutes ride, and okay. her dad doesn't know that we're dating, so it's oh. really hard for her to be yeah okay. very very happy i see yeah. is she younger or is, or she just has no, strict no, parents? She, she's 19 but she's like 19. her okay. mother knows mm-hmm. and i never actually talked with her mother but she saw me once when he she came to pick her up and i wanted to talk with her but she was like in a hurry Got it. but her dad like if her dad knows that she's dating somebody she, he'll come here and kill me like full oh, on oh wow full on full on full on yeah yeah oh man it's very 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 strict i'm i'm playing with fire right now. i was gonna but, say that's <laughs> that's really intense it, it's worth it it's worth it yeah, i really like her so wow. completely worth it. okay yeah well first of all i just want to highlight again i love that you protect the privacy of your partners i think that's something that's so important and enough people don't make a habit so i just want to highlight like unfortunately it's like amazing <laughs> like it should just be normal but it's like yeah it should just be like the average thing i have a lot of stories from girls that like their nudes were uh, like there's one girl that I, I don't remember her name but here in Porto that's my city mm-hmm. like her nudes were everywhere oh. I received her nudes on my phone I always deleted it because like I didn't know her I didn't want anything with that but I received her nudes from like seven different pe- people because yeah yeah like they were they went viral Whoa. viral in Portugal it was ridiculous and almost every friend of mine like a girl that sent nudes like they have they have a story like that that some yeah. idiot guy just just posted it and I, re- I don't really get it because if somebody gives you like that that awesome experience and awesome pleasure of like showing their body to you like why would you share it you know like yeah. it doesn't really make sense in my head i, yeah. I, I don't get it personally i, I don't get it wow yeah. so you had your first blow job behind the gym mm. Now you're into BDSM. Can you fill in the gaps? How did you discover? Oh, and wait, wait, wait. Circle back first, though. Were there other <laughs> places, other locations that we need to hear about? 
Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, with the next girl that I was with, we fucked everywhere. We were like funny. <laughs> it was like, uh, personally, like, I liked her and everything, but we shouldn't have, like, had a relationship, like, love relationship. We should have just been, like, dating and, like, been casual. Because uh, the other day, actually, I was in the, the house that I lost my virginity in. Mm-hmm. It was in a bathroom mm. of the of the grandmother of a friend of her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, and we... wait. You lost <laughs> your virginity in a grandma's house? Yeah. <laughs> in a bathroom? At a party. At a party. At a party. When I was okay, that makes a little 15. more sense. So yeah. you weren't like over there for tea or anything. It was at a party. No, no, okay. no, no. It was at a party. And yeah, yeah. We just, we said like, it's here. It's here. Okay. And we just, we Whoa. just went with it. Okay. With that girl, with that partner, we, we had like sex in a lot of places. We had sex in... Locker rooms. We had, we had sex in public bathrooms. We had sex in an elevator. In How? Park. Par- yeah, yeah. Was it, it a really lo- tall elevator? Like really quick. Really something. quick. Was she wearing a skirt? Yeah. How did you? Oh my uh, god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was with a skirt. <laughs> it was with a skirt. Yeah, I remember that. I, I had elevator fantasies for sure. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. And we also had sex in parking lots. And okay, this one is by far the best place that I've had sex in. Okay. By far. I've had sex in um how do you call it those ah a slide yes! of McDonald's. I had sex <laughs> in, the, in the in the slide of McDonald's. Yeah, when I was 16, 16. Oh, and at a beach. But yeah, that that place is like by far the most superior place I've had sex in. Oh, it was really gosh. hard, but totally worth it. Like in a tunnel slide or like? Yeah, yeah, in a tunnel slide. Oh I had my to be gosh! Like this, you yeah. know, like a, a sea star yeah holding my ground there like it was it was but it was very exciting very and people were at the mcdonald's like next to us really yeah yeah yeah. but the park was closed like i didn't want to risk to kids like go down the slide and people were having sex there so park was closed uh, closed and people were having dinner right next to us oh my god that is hilarious that's that's really fun so did you have to sneak in you had to like sneak in yeah 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 yeah, we had to jump the the thing yeah Yeah, i remember that okay so was that like your first fetish that developed do you feel like how did you start to explore other kinks and things how did you discover bdsm too everything i want to know everything bdsm it actually happened the very first time that i tried bdsm it was with a girl that okay that girl was something that i had very very casual and it was in a, a one-night stand in the beginning of, like, actual BDSM. Because I tried some things like covering the eyes up and yeah. all those things, you know. But actual BDSM, it was with a girl in the new year of 2019 to 2020. Okay. It was on a booty call. I just called her up and I, because I knew her before. And I thought, like, I'm home alone. If you want to come by, you can come by. And she came. And, and she came to, <laughs> and she brought some toys. Like I was actually very surprised because I didn't ask anything. She would just came like with a, a backpack. Cool. And she was like, okay, so I have some stuff. She was also older. She was like 21 at the age, I think. Okay. And I was uh, 17 to 18. Yeah, 17 to 18. And she was like, okay, so I brought some stuff. I don't know if you like it or not, but we can ex- experiment if you want. And like the thing is, I was with this girl like one night. I was really drunk. I asked her for her Instagram uh-huh. and we just talked a bit and like, I didn't really have trust in her, like totally. And I'm a, a, a person of trust. But that night I was like, I just went for it. You know, okay. I just, okay, 
fuck it, like full on. I want to try these things, and it, now it's the moment. This one, a person that experienced, yeah. she asked me for my consent. I felt safe. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try things. Yeah. So we tried tidying her up, closing, like covering her eyes. Some, some, how do you call them? From police. Uh, handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, uh, some handcuffs. Uh, yeah, we tried some some stuff like that. And from that on, like, I, I'm not a hardcore, like, BDSM lover. Yeah. But I like some, like, light stuff. I like some aggression, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. With my ex before that, that girl, like, uh, the one from Lisbon, mm -hmm. I discovered that I love when people, like, scratch my back. Mm -hmm. But, like, How hard? Uh, yeah. Like, blood. Blood points. It's needed. Like, I, Have you I gotten like bloody? It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. I, because the thing was, like, we didn't see each other for like two, three months. And yeah. then we had like a whole day. Yeah. The, the most time that I, I did sex like in a row, I think it was like seven hours in a row, like That's with awesome. more than one round. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I was like 16 or 17 at the time. And like my back were fucked up after that. Like <laughs> yes. really bad, really yes. bad, yes. really bad. She even took a photo of it. She was proud of that. Full wow. on. Yeah. Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. If you were listening to this, you are probably like me, and you love sex. And you also know that fantastic sex takes more than just a boner. But if that's all that's missing in your connection with your partner, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. You know, that's my favorite. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with the awkwardness that exists because physicians are not often given great guidance about how to talk about sensitive personal things like bone or softness, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. With Blue Chew, penis owners everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. And you know I love a good package. And I have to say, am I allowed to say this? It was very hot when I had a partner who I already had a good, trusting, open relationship. He'd been working on his anxiety, cutting down on screens, meditating, he quit smoking, he started exercising regular, cutting out processed foods, all of that stuff. He was just of a certain age, and I'll just say... The night that he told me he was making his package arrive, it was a very super hot extra layer of turn-on for me personally. So if it's for you, this is a super convenient resource. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com, chew it, and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. I do like having marks like that. I mean, if it's when it's consensual, when it's with someone that you like, when you've cleared all of that stuff. I have uh, just a thing about marks. Like, I usually don't don't like to receive marks in places that are seen, like people yes. see it. Yes. Unless same. I have like I take my shirt off. Right. The it is because like there was once I like to know like. I talk about like, okay, I had sex with this person or this person with my closest friends, but I never talk about detail. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I told them about the podcast and they're going to be shocked. They're going to hear this and I know they're going to be shocked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, basically like there was once in before we went to, to gym in, in our school uh -huh. 
we were taking a bath and everything. I, no, it was after. We were taking a bath, and I took my shirt off, and I was, like, with those scratch marks on my back. And they asked me what, what happened, and I got, like, really embarrassed. So I told them I had a stray cat attack me or something. <laughs> those are really dumb excuses. It didn't even make sense. And they, were, they just bought it. They were like, okay, okay. So they, ju- they just went with it. I... I don't know if I've told this story on the pod. I had a similar thing where I actually, so this is also a safety thing. And I want to ask you about health and safety next too. So one of my early explorations was like, I think I want to get hit. Like, I think I'd really like to get hit in the face. And so I asked one of my friends who'd been, he was one of the first people I ever had sex with. And we were fucking, and I was like, will you hit me in the face? Like, let's just try it. And he like, didn't know what he was doing. And I didn't know what I was doing. And so he hit me, but his fingers hit my eyes. Uh, like the side of my eye so i got okay. a black eye so oh, damn, okay. i got a little and it wasn't a big black eye but it was like a black eye yeah, and yeah. at the time i was producing an online reality tv show so like i had to go to work the next day and i was on set with another friend who was also like a very good friend and was like one of my past lovers and he was like who hit you do I need to beat someone up? Like he, and like, he's like, he's like a very good friend. It is very protective of me. And he's like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, Oh, uh, no, I, I was lifting a chair and I dropped it. He's like, you dropped a chair on your face. He's like, you gotta yeah, come up with yeah, a better yeah. lie. And then I told him what actually happened. Cause I was just too awkward. Cause that was before I would tell, you know, past partners about other partners. Cause I was just, yeah, awkward. yeah, yeah. I have a story like that. It was, it wasn't like in like, I'm, I'm very protective of my female friends and mm-hmm. my male friends too, but yeah, my yeah. female friends, I'm like very, very protective. I, yeah. I take them like, I, I can't really look at a, a, a female friend as anything sexual. Like mm-hmm. my best friend for me is like a sister to me. I, I okay. really try to, to divide the things because I made one mistake like that and I lost a very good friendship uh. of mine. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad because I think we're not, I, I wasn't old enough to be mature and yeah. still, I think at my age, like I shouldn't mix those two up. Maybe mm-hmm. when I'm older. Yeah. It's one of those things like I had with masturbation. I'm just not ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I had a friend that I actually was friends with her because I made up with a friend of her and we just met and everything. And we got really close and her boyfriend was hitting her. Yeah. And one day she appeared in front of me like full on marked and like I, I freaked out. She started lying to me and everything. Oh, no. I got really mad. And I, like, with a friend of mine that was older at the time, we drove, like, one hour and a half to get to the guy's house. And it wasn't very beautiful. But, yeah, I got, like, really mad because he was abusing her. Like, very serious. Like, when she took, when she showed me her other marks in her legs and, like, when she lifted her shirt up, like, she was, like, down bad, you know? Like, really, really marked. And I got, I got, I freaked out. I was really, really mad at that that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you have conversations with your partners or potential partners, not just about BDSM safety, but all of the mm-hmm. health and safety? So condoms, physical stuff, what kind of check-ins do you do? It sounds like you're really good at talking. Yeah, yeah. I, I love talking. I'm a very talkative person. And I have this thing that I, I would love to change. That is, okay, I'm very concerned about my health, like STDs and all those things, because mm-hmm. not ju- just because of me, like because of my partners too. Yes. And that's, one of the big reasons, not just like moral wise and all those things, like it freaks me out that people like if somebody cheats on me, I don't wear protection, you know? Yeah. Like if that person doesn't wear protection, I that's why I'm very freaked out. And I have been yep. cheated on like before. So I have like yep. a little bit of trauma with that. So I get a little bit freaked out. Yeah. But uh, the thing is that I'm very comfortable with the relationship 
people that I'm with, like an actual relationship, I don't usually wear protection. Mm-hmm. Like uh, right now, I should because she's not on the pill. And <gasps> risky. Yeah, yeah, it's very risky, but I really want to change it. But it just happens and I, I got to think about it, you know. Okay. With my last girlfriend, she used to, no, not last, like XX, she used to take the pill. And we had like a problem because I knew that she cheated on me. Like uh-huh. something happened. It wasn't full on sex. I think it was like just a kiss or something like that. Mm. But still, it freaked me out. Yeah. Because I, I lost my trust in her. Yes. And like I, I tried to forgive her. Like I was okay. We can talk things out and all those things. And after, even after we broke up, like we had sex like once or twice. Mm-hmm. And it was always with uh, with a condom mm. after that mm-hmm. because yeah, that changed completely. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is that I had like a big pregnancy scare uh, because one of the condoms broke. Oh, and fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that problem. Like those extra thin condoms, I yeah. can't use them. Yeah. I really can't. I, I have bad experiences with that. Because you just fuck too hard? Either. Maybe. I don't know. They always break. But oh, that man. time I didn't notice, you know? Yeah, like yeah. that time I was just like in my head, I didn't notice. Wait, can and you I came... notice when they break? Uh, sometimes like when I'm changing position or anything like that, you know, Okay. okay. like I just, okay, okay. This broke and I change or anything like that, you know, Okay. but, that but time at didn't. that time, yeah, I, I, I didn't even notice. I got freaked out because not just because she could be pregnant, but also because the, the STD and uh, STDs and all those things. Yeah. And we ended up breaking up even before knowing that she was pregnant or not. Like, right. yeah, because I, I'm full on, like, uh, even if she had like, if we had a baby or anything like yeah. that, I'd be the, the father of that child full on. I, yeah. I never yeah. like I had two pregnancy scares like really serious in my lifetime. It's mm-hmm. not a lot, but like it's what I had. And I never like abandoned the person. I can't. Yeah. That's that's yep. horrible. Yeah. And yeah, I, I would like be by her side and like have her back. But but I couldn't like be dating her anymore. Yeah. It was like way too toxic, you know. I do. But yeah, but with partners that I'm not dating, like one time thing or anything like that. I have to wear a condom. Mm-hmm. Like I have to wear a condom. I I, I just can't. I just can't. even with that BDSM girl that I tried my first things on, like actual BDSM, like I, I had to wear a condom. Yeah. Like for real. I I felt safer there, but I I had I really had I have like this thing that I get really freaked out even even not just for me if I get a, a, a STD, but if I want to have sex with a, a future partner, yes. and I have an STD that's like super super tense. You know that's yeah. Like, yeah, I try to take like really good care of that. That's, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Good. Yeah. Do you yeah. tell them ahead of time? Or are you like, hey, I'm into condoms, just so you know, or do you just put it yeah. on and okay? Even if like uh, sometimes, like most of my one night stands, it wasn't anything like that. I had time to talk beforehand. That mm-hmm. one girl I told her, like the, yeah. the one that came over, I'm like, okay, but I'm gonna use your condom and everything. Like I, 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 I like to talk about the details. So she doesn't come here. I put the condom on. She's like, no, and then it stays like a bad, like you know, vibe. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, that's why I like to pre-talk a lot of things. But there was this one girl. I have very bad experience with her. Actually, is one of the things that I learned with sex is that I... This is bad. This, like, will sound very bad. But I had sex with her, but I really don't know why. Like, mm. full on. Because I I was group pressured to, to be with her. Because she was trying, like, really hard to be with me. Uh-huh. Like, really, really hard. And my friends were like, okay, you have to do something with her and... Like, you know, like being assholes, like uh, have to do anything with her, blah, blah, blah. She's trying really hard, bro, come on. Like, Was it like at a I, party or where were you in this group setting where they were like, go have sex? No, it, like the thing is like, 
it happened more than once. Like she oh, tried okay. way more than once. Gotcha. And we had had sex before. There's the the girl. Let me tell. The girl A is the girl that I I had sex multiple times, and the girl B is the BDSM girl. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, so I had sex with the girl A, and it was weird. I didn't really enjoy it. I, I felt like I really wanted it. And we made out before like years ago uh-huh. and we came back and everything I brought, I had like came out of a relationship. And when we actually had sex, I don't know, I just, it didn't feel right. You know, yeah. I just had this vibe that I, mm, it wasn't for me. Okay. So at first I, I got like an excuse because I know that she was very insecure about it. So I, I got an excuse. So I got to leave and everything. And then I called her up and told her like, I wasn't feeling very well, very mm. comfortable and all those things. Uh, because I didn't want to lie to her, but she was like very insecure about like her body and herself. So at first I didn't want to shock her in that moment. Right. And then, okay, after I I left uh, and she left because it was actually here in my house, I went to a party on New Year. Uh, New Year. I met up with a girl that she will reappear later in my story in the summer. Is yeah. this a C or should we give her another letter? <laughs> yeah, it, it could be a C. It could okay. be a C. Okay. Uh, and, and then the B girl came. Okay. Okay. And. The last year, yeah, yeah, the last year was the year, like, it, it's really confusing because it is the year that I spent most time, like, in a row without having sex. It yeah. was, like, six months since yeah. I lost my virginity. But it's also the year that I had sex with most girls, like, okay. with most partners, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't have sex for six months. And then, I don't know, I wanted to get back in the game. I was, like, trying to get over, like, the other relationship that I had before. And so I called that other girl. Like, we started talking again, the A girl, mm-hmm. okay? And we talked, we talked, and then at a, a festive thing here in Portugal, it's called São João, uh, we had sex, and it was okay. It was like, that time was great. That time was great. And then I didn't want anything else with her, like, more. I told her we're friends. I don't want to get things confused because there's the other girl that I'll tell you later. Uh, and she was like, okay. But then she tried, like, to really force me to, like, you know, like, mm. she really wanted to have sex with me again. And my friends were like, okay, bro, like, do it. She's trying really hard and all those things. So I, I, I just went with the pressure of the group, like beer pressure. It was yeah. stupid. It wasn't good sex at all. I had to act like I came. Like, it was the first time that I did that. Yeah. 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 And that happened, actually, and even worse, that happened more than once. Like, oh. with that group pressure. Yeah. Okay. It was that girl that like, I, I wasn't dating. I was wearing always a condom and I didn't have any more condoms. And, and she was like, okay, well, we can do it without a condom. She was always very pushy, you know? Okay. And I was like, no, I can't. Like, I really won't, blah, blah. She tried to push it. Then we got mad at each other because she talked, she lied about some things, you know? Ooh. Like, she lied about, yeah, spread some rumors about some things that happened and all those things. Uh, with my friends, you know, it was a dumb move because my friends were going to tell me. Right. And we got tense. Then we we made peace because we were friends. And I told her, like, okay, but nothing else will happen between us because I don't feel comfortable, uh, comfortable with it. And that time is the second time that I actually, no, the first time that I actually got, like, actually harassed. And I'm, I'm going to tell you now. After the thing that happened with me when I was a child. Basically, when we, we made peace with each other, we went to a... Uh, house of a friend mm-hmm. i got like really drunk mm-hmm. and she asked me uh, asked me to take her home so i took her home and when we got to her house we we sat on a, a bench on the street and she like started to get, to get on top of me in very different positions oh. like very weird and then i was like i was really confused i didn't know what to do my trauma was like kicked in because of that child abuse, yeah. abuse thing 
and I didn't know what to do, so I had I thought like okay, like I have to end this, and I like leaned forward and we kissed, and things started happening, and then like Lord came to the earth. I'm not even religious, but my mother called me, and she was like. <laughs> Like, where are you? It's 5 a.m. You didn't mm. tell me anything that you're going to be out. And yeah. I, I totally forgot. And that saved me, okay? So okay. I, I went out. I didn't talk to her. And now things are very tense between us because some other things happen with friends and very, like, a very tense vibe. Uh, yeah, but that girl, like, re- was really pushy about not using a condom uh, when I wanted to use a condom. Like, I really didn't want to... Like, if I'm not in a relationship with that person, I cannot not use a condom yeah. because I get really sad. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much. Wow. I think I think you are the first dude I have talked to who has been pressured to not wear a condom. I think that's yeah. the first. I think that's a first here on this pod. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So do you have any other, like, formative experiences that we need to hear about before we get into more details? Uh, okay, sexually wise, like mm-hmm. very much like something new that I tried. I always like, like I always evolved in sex, you know. Like for example, that thing that I mentioned with colors. Mm-hmm. Like the first time that I was with a girl and she was with a like a black underwear. It was with a girl from Lisbon, from far away. Yeah. Damn, she had first of all she had like this black dress that was like really tight. And I really liked it. I didn't know. I, I don't know why. I'm colorblind. I'm okay. like very much colorblind. And I just, I have this thing for black. Like black colors in clothes and underwear. Mm. Like it just like transforms me. It's it's very weird. But, How does it but make it's you nice. feel? Like what? Can you say a little more about it? I, I don't know. It makes me feel like, okay, it's hard to explain. But yeah. it makes me feel like I want that person more. And it, it makes me like there's a fire inside of me that just like explodes like that that's the the exact feeling that i get yeah. like there's this thing inside of me that's like very very small and then when i see that like it just explodes into a ginormous that's like so cool. thing yeah does yeah, it yeah. matter what type of fabric it is like if it's lace or if it's see-through or if yeah. it's hug okay yeah and that that turns also into the the thing that i talked about skin okay, okay that's so- what i was gonna ask next yeah I have this thing for like skin to skin contact, you know, yes. I love, I love positions in sex that you're like front to front because mm-hmm. I love to feel that person next to me. I love to me feel too. that like intimate feeling. Then yeah. I, I really don't know why, like, like when a person has a soft skin, like it's really, really nice, you know, and sexually wise, like it's very good. That, that yeah. one girl, the A girl, the, the very pushy one, yeah. she didn't have a nice skin at all. Like, oh, okay. At all. That was one of the, my biggest turn off, uh, turnoffs with yeah. her. Like, for real. But but I don't know. Like the, the fabric of the thing, I don't really have like a preference. But if I'm in the mood from that, like the one fabric that it's made of in the, at that moment, like it helps. It helps awesome. a lot. It helps a lot. Very much. It's really nice. I, I have this like sensation, you know. Uh-huh. And also about sensations, I discovered now, like I always like, uh, pretty voices you know like when a girl has a nice voice mm-hmm. it helps me to fall in love completely what it sounds like it has to be like a, a unique voice it has to have like a personality with the voice you know mm. like the one girl that we we fucked everywhere <laughs> that that one girl she had like even she sang a lot mm. and her voice was like really angelic you know yeah. like really like pure it was weird and she wasn't pure at all but, <laughs> but it was very pure uh yeah yeah uh, but I discovered this voice, like that it's a actually I could say like an actual fetish of mine because 
with this girl that I'm now with, she was born in Spain, uh, Spain, mm-hmm. and she like started like calling me things like papi and all those things. Yeah, and I like that very, very much, like awesome. very much, <laughs> very much. I didn't know I had that, but when she called me like the first time, ooh, ooh, it hit like really hard. And there's a thing that she can do that no other girl has ever done. I have done like. Uh, masturbated with her on the phone uh-huh. her talking to me like describing shit I was gonna like, ask like that. that she wanted to do yeah uh-huh. and like I, I can like I can come like really easy with that like really Ooh. really easy lovers we are gonna take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor and they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice so I'm very excited and I'm gonna do my best did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up embrace your desires and find like-minded people This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Fleur. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories, so they downloaded Fleur and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Fleur app celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Fleur invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Floor now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. Well, yeah, can, yeah. can you share, like, just an example of what she might say? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. She, first of all, she, I like, uh, I like it when girls call my name, like, I don't know why. I just love when they call my name. Yeah. And she, she usually, like, starts slow. She says, like, calls my name or says papi or some things in Spanish that it also turns me on. I don't know why, but it's <laughs> cool. nice. And then she like starts to describe the um, the positions at first, but now that she knows that I like skin to skin contact, she starts to describe like the skin and all those sensations that I like, you know. Yeah. And it just it it's really nice. Oh, and today actually today we well, for the first time we masturbated like on a video call. Ooh. Like, okay. Yeah. Did you show p- body parts or were you just doing it to get like, can you describe it for us in detail? Yeah, it was um, mainly like, OK, I love nudes. I yeah, really love nudes. Me too. And uh, yeah, at first she didn't like receiving nudes okay. because she didn't know how to react. Mm-hmm. And also she had a thing that she didn't like to to do blowjobs. Oh. And I was like, really? And she was like, she was really like frontal about it. Like, I do it if I'm feeling like it, but I really don't like. And now that she's with me, like, she started enjoying it more. She talked to me, like, freely. I didn't even have to, to talk with her. Yeah. She told me, like, okay, maybe I, I enjoy it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. And she she started to try things, like, new things out, like, ball playing, like, with balls and all those things. Yeah. And... Oh, what are your balls like? We didn't talk about this. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, she loves them. She said, first of all, she says that they're like really cute. Oh. I don't get. I don't get. She says like they're so cute and soft and all those things, and I, I just don't get it. Yeah. It's really funny. Uh, but yeah, she she wasn't like okay nudes and all those things. Like I can send them, but I'm not very much of receiving all those things. Now she likes to receive them sometimes. Okay. And okay, basically today what happened was mainly like I just showed my penis, and she is like she plays with herself like. While showing, mainly on videos, but today was on video call, like just boob play and fingering and all those things. It was really nice. It was really, really nice, actually. That's great. Did you guys talk to each other while you were playing? Yeah, yeah. She, she, in in those videos, she usually calls me puppy during those videos. I don't know, just hearing it, it can be completely out of context, but it just, it turns me on very, very. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You said that you've been dating a couple of months and you've been having sex for about a month. Can you just tell us? how what kind of progression you figure out for like timing do you talk about it do you just feel into it what is it like for you okay okay so the thing is like we were together and all those things but there was a a big period period of time that we couldn't be together because of quarantine right because here in portugal we had like a second quarantine yeah so we used to do like that's when the phone calls with her talking to me while i was masturbating started and actually i want to try that with her end but i still like have to get better at it because i don't know like she has like this natural flow with it you know mm-hmm. i have a feeling you're gonna be great <laughs> yeah 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 i i know i'm gonna be great if my, <laughs> i have this thing like if my instincts kick in yeah like yeah and, and i'm very like i, I don't want to say like my i have a too big like uh, the biggest ego of all time mm-hmm. but i'm very confident about my sexual like experiences and mm-hmm. all those things and even if people tell me like oh, you're bad at sex or some uh, something like that. Like, there's people that like it and have told me yeah. about it. Yeah. And if you don't like it, like, talk to me. I'm, yeah. I'm very much like, if you're not enjoying something, be completely honest with me. Mm-hmm. Like, every time that I have a sex for the first time for somebody that I want to do it, like, a second time, especially in relationships, I'm, I try to push a little bit for the person to talk with me. Yeah. And girls of my age don't usually do it a lot, you know? Like, right. Uh, I don't know, my age, like, from 15 to, to 18 now, that's the years that I've had sex. Mm-hmm. And they don't talk a lot at the beginning. After that, they, they start to get more comfortable with it. For me, I have this idea. I don't know if it's right or not. But I have this idea that, like, to pleasure a woman or a heterosexual woman, like, you have to really listen, you know? Like, really, really yes. listen and, and, and know, like, what... Sh- because I don't see, like, all women as the same. I see, like, the True. thing that... Yeah, very individually and all the partners that I've been with, like every experience that I had is something very personal and very unique with each like with each one of them, you know? How did you discover that? Because I've been with a lot of dudes who clearly are treating me like their past girlfriend. And I've been with a few women who tend to ask me a lot more questions. And I just Mm -hmm. reflect on my younger years. And I wish that I'd had a partner that would have asked me questions or tried to talk about it with me because I wanted to, but I didn't know how. So how did you come to realize that women are so different? Oh, okay. So I have this thing that, okay, like when I experiment something, like since the beginning, since the the day that I lost my virginity, every time that I had sex, like after that, I tried to do something new, like each time, you know, Mm -hmm. like even if I talked beforehand, something that wasn't very much like a big change, you know, but something like, like just to explore the, the, the body of a woman. And at the beginning, I didn't know, like, I didn't have this idea that all women were different, like, 
from apart, I thought that like, okay, if I did this for, to the, the one girl and I did this to the second girl, they might have the same reaction. But I didn't really know. Right. So when I had like the second person that I, I've had sex with, <laughs> I I tried some of the things from the older person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, is this okay? Like all those things that are on like basic vanilla, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, this is okay. I don't like this very much. And I always like tried to talk very much. At the like fourth experience, I really realized like, okay, there's like a whole fucking variety of things. And yeah. People are very picky, but but that's amazing, you know. I love experimenting and and knowing what people like prefer on each thing. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Especially, I noticed a lot of that when going down on a girl. Like, yeah, yeah, very different from each other. Like, can you give a couple examples of what you've noticed differences wise? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, okay, the the first girl that I've been with, the one that we we've done sex like in the McDonald's Mm line. Yeah, she loved like provoking me and she loved all those things and loved that I provoked her. She had this thing that she loved to to masturbate in front of me, like not letting me like touch yeah. her or anything. Yeah, that was really nice. And like she had this and then for example my second girlfriend, I had sex between those two girlfriends, but my second girlfriend, she didn't like like those kind of plays like provocation and all those things right. that much, you know? So I started to realize, okay, so this is not okay, but she likes like the same thing as her in other things, you know, yeah. like slapping or anything like that. Not slapping like uh, face-wise, yeah. but in the ass yeah, and yeah. all those things. Spanking, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. Yeah, but I started to realize those things. And when going down on a girl, the thing that I, I most like noticed the difference is some girls can handle like the multitasking like fingers plus tongue Mm -hmm. and what i usually try to do is i start with that and then i try to focus on one of those and try to make her come with one of those i don't Mm. usually try to make her come with uh, two things at the same time i think it's like way too much for the the person's head yeah but i've had like one or two girls actually when in october like this october i was with a girl that really liked to have like multitasking things like me touching her tits while I was going down on her and fingering her at the same time. And she loved all those, like, like it was really confusing, but it was nice. It was a challenge for me. It was a real challenge. I love getting confused like that, but not right away. Like I have to get, yeah, yeah. I have to get warmed up first and yeah, then exactly. I'm like, yeah. yes, whizzle me, you know, but if it yeah. starts off right away, then I'm probably in some amount of pain or just like not, not there yet. But yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that I have that, I feel like when I talk to people, for example, my ex-partners about their ex-partners, that they don't go, they don't really know how to go slow at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like this girl that, I, that, I'm, that I'm with now, she she has this thing that even, like she prefers my dick over her exes, that what she told me about. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not that big, like I think my dick size is like 19, 20 centimeters. Okay. Their exes was like 22, 23. And she okay. told me that it hurt her. And even I, I have once hurt her with my dick, but it was like out of nowhere. And I was like, okay, shit, sorry. And I just yeah. stopped everything. I was yeah. I, I really worried. But the guys on my age and here in my area that I know of, they like, they want to start like right away, you know, yeah. like yep. they want to go start slow. They, they see, they see a hole and they just want to rush into it. And <laughs> like, no, no, you got to take it easy. Yeah. man. The best part is taking it easy. The best part about like, Penetration is the moment of penetration yeah. for me. Like seeing it going in is like, oof, uh, oof, that's like, yes. 
cherry on top of the cake completely. <laughs> That's really nice. That's okay. really nice. Yeah. I haven't asked you yet. Are you into butt stuff? Ooh, okay. That's funny. I have this thing that I never really tried butt stuff. Okay. Like, ever. I have done things like, okay, put a finger or something like that mm-hmm. in girls. Nobody mm-hmm. ever done butt stuff to me, so I don't really know if I like it or not. Okay. Uh, actually, I never, I never done butt stuff to me neither. Like, okay. masturbation or anything. I should try that. But <laughs> I like yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> I had to learn yeah, to yeah. like it, but I love it now. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's nice. That's nice. Okay. Uh, but I've never really done to a girl butt stuff because I never felt like it is my thing. I have this feeling that I might enjoy it like later, mm-hmm. like in my twenties. Yeah. I have this feeling. I don't know. I always have. You're good at now, knowing stuff like that. We have you have a track record. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like I would like to try it now. And I I talked about this girl that we're dating, and like mm-hmm. I see a big future with her. I'm okay. I'm aiming on a, a big thing. We've been oh. together for two months, but I really really like. Her. Yeah. And she, I was like, okay, if we we get to one year, no, she was like, if we get to one year, okay, we will try things. She has already done butt stuff once. Okay. With her ex, no mm-hmm. ex ex, they were together for two years, but she didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sure. When we get to one year, maybe we'll try it out. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. What about fantasies? Earlier, you mentioned a possible fantasy that you were going to tell me about. Okay, there's two fantasies that I, I want to talk about. Like, there's this one girl that had a fantasy. That was the one girl that I never had sex with her, uh-huh. but she was still a virgin. But she was my friend, and that was the friendship that I lost, mm. like, with things that are confusing. But she had, like, a fetish for, like, doing stuff. In like life-threatening situations, like during an earthquake, oh my God. or a tsunami, or uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like things like that. I, like she told me about it, and I was like, "Damn, okay, okay." <laughs> like, like if we ever get stuck in an elevator or something like that, sure, like, like you yeah. know. But that got me really curious, and I never done anything like even close to that, you know. But yeah. it got me like really, really curious. Fantasies for me, I don't have anything personal. I like to try those basic fantasies, you know, like mm-hmm. dressing up as something and try something, you know, like anything. I'll I'll just do it. I, totally. I want to experiment things. Yeah. And then there was this other girl. She had a fetish that was related to a fantasy that she never told me about. But I, I did this with her. Like I, I did this with her. She had a, a thing with knife playing uh, in the dark. Yeah, in the dark. In the and dark? She didn't like... Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. That... Real knives or like the knives that yeah, are made no, for no. knife play? No, 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 no. Real knives. Real knives. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. That's so yeah, scary. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, she didn't she didn't like things like getting stabbed or anything. Like, no, no, not yeah, yeah. That much, yeah. Like, she she, she told me that uh, she liked the sensation of the cold mm-hmm. at first, mm-hmm. like, of yeah, the steel. And the other thing was the, the danger. She liked the danger of, like, am I going to get cut? Am I not going to get cut, you know? And the thing is, like, I was with her. We had sex, like, three times. I didn't know her body, like, that well. I was in the dark, like, getting knives, like, through her body and all those things. And I have a collection of knives, actually. Like, I have a, loads of connection, uh, of collections, yeah. And Ooh. and I tried things with her. So I think that was an advantage because I know how to, to move with knives. And I actually okay. have, like, right here some knives of training and things from combat. Like okay. Things that, yeah, that I had since I was very young. And that was an advantage by far. But That's, I was that was really, perfect. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I was, like, scared at the beginning. But then I, I just, like, okay, I'm going to try it and I'm going to do it. And she, like, really enjoyed it. Like, very, very much, very much, very much. That was really nice, actually. It was, like, one of the, the things that 
like weirdest things that I've done personally, but really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there other stuff you want to explore? I know you said you don't have specific fantasies, but is there anything on your horizon? Oh, sure, sure. I like to try those those basic fantasies, like, I don't know, dressing up like a female policeman, nurse, yeah. all those basic things. I would like to try that. Anything more like, hmm, let me think. Ooh, I know one. I know one. I know one, like, perfect. I have, like, this big celebrity crush. It's Scarlett Johansson. Oh, like, yes. the, the biggest crush on her. Totally. I, I like her. Like, not even the first time that I really like was like, okay, like, damn. It was in Avengers, in the first movie of the Avengers when she was Black Widow. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to try that very much. Uh, but the first movie that I saw her in, it was in the a movie called Island. She was blonde at the time, mm. and it was with um, that actor that makes... Uh, he plays Obi-Wan Kenobi in the in the prequels. And oh, yeah, really... yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really cool movie, and, like, I saw her the first time there, and I was like, okay, like, whoa, she's beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a crush yeah. on her in... It's a Woody Allen movie, and this was before we knew all the things about him. But did you ever see Vicky Cristina Barcelona? It's a, I think it came out in like 2007, 2008. So that's also the first time that I was like, oh, three people together, which yeah. brings me to my next question. Have you had threesomes? Do you want threesomes or orgies or, or sex parties or things like that? We didn't even get okay. to this yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have this thing that I had the opportunity to have a threesome once. Uh -huh. Like there was this, I went to a night out. I, I met up with some people. Like uh, there was two girls and a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. We, we randomly met and like my friends uh, went home and I just stayed with them and we went to her house. It was a little bit far away. It wasn't in this city. It was like two cities next to us. And I just called my parents. So I'm not going to be home. I'm going to sleep out in uh, at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. And when we were there, like the, my friend fell asleep and we were at the sofa and those two girls like started coming out to me, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, damn. <laughs> like I, I love I love how I met your mother and they have like this thing that uh, between Barney and Ted you know the belt the belt okay and I have a, a, a thing like this with my best friend and I was like yeah I gotta have the belt I I have to get the belt he was a, he was a virgin at the time so yeah Ooh. yeah yeah so I have to have the belt but I got like really pressured because I remember that a friend of mine had a crush on one of the girls like oh. a big crush okay. like two years that he was in love with her and like I, at first i was flirting with him but then i remember that and i got like, really pressured and i i fell asleep okay then yeah i backed down completely because hey completely i have this thing like when a girl is some a friend of mine like when he likes her or anything like that like sex isn't worth that you yeah know? you're being a like, homie yeah i i love sex it's one of the greatest things ever totally. but my morals are above that you yeah. know like yeah for real for real for real would you theoretically, if the circumstances were right, if your partner was into it, like go to a sex party or have yeah, yeah. have more? I, I, I'll have maybe not a sex party. I'll I'll have a threesome, mm -hmm. but I feel like right now it had to be with two girls because yeah. I'm very jealous. You know, I'm very ah, very. Okay. I'm not possessive. I I'm not possessive at all. Like it, like all my other girlfriends were possessive, or almost mm. all of them were possessive. But I'm jealous. I'm okay. very jealous. And I, I think like, okay, if I, if I, even if I'm dating somebody, think of a guy like touching my girlfriend, I get like, nah, nah, that's, that's, okay. that's a 
big no for me. That's a big no. Okay. And oh, and the girl that I'm with now, we had talked, uh, we talked about this, but she was like, yeah, threesomes no because she's like very jealous with me too. She's like, okay, nana. Okay. It's not that's not a thing that we're gonna try because I want to see you with other girls, and I don't want to do it with two guys. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I forgot to ask you, do you watch porn? What kind of porn do you like if you do? Ooh, okay, okay. Actually, when I started dating this girl, I watched, like, way less porn. Huh? Like, well, because I have her nudes now, so mm-hmm. I don't really feel the need to to watch porn. Maybe yeah. once every two weeks. I don't masturbate a lot, too. Uh, I you have don't? Friends that talk- yeah, not that much. Okay. Not that much, actually. How much is that? It's, like, once a week, okay. twice a week. Maybe, like, I have friends that masturbate every day. Yeah. I have friends that masturbate more than once, like, a day. Yeah. On a regular basis. And it's, like, their thing. I've had that. I've had, like, when I was younger, I used to masturbate, like, once a day before I went to sleep or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but then I started doing a thing. Then I want to get, I wanted to get ripped before the summer. Like, you know, mm-hmm. gain body. So I did the thing that every time I wanted to masturbate, I had to do push-ups. And I oh! still do that now. I still do that now. Yeah. And I, I started with, like, 20 push-ups and now i can do like 60 pu- i did today 60 push-ups after i did that's amazing a video, a video call yeah but that's the thing i do 60 push-ups without losing stamina Whoa. like i start started to lose stamina from that point on you know wait when you say stamina do you mean like your muscles or like are you hard wait can you do push-ups with a hard penis can you get hard and then do a push-up until your penis touches the ground and that's where you stop yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I, I've actually done push-ups with the hard on. Yeah, completely naked, you have. and I, I can't because it will just like yeah, it pokes right. You can't yeah, go all the yeah. way down. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's. Good. I think I might I, borrow that. Yeah, but I have a, a, a like a good like advantage of that because like uh, the curve of my penis is like it's more yeah more upwards not okay. completely but more upwards. So I can still go a little bit down, but okay. not completely. Not completely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have that thing. I feel that. I go through phases too with masturbation. Like sometimes I am the horny person. I'll like touch myself four or five times a day. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm good. A couple times a week is okay. Yeah, yeah. So is there anything else about your sex life that we haven't covered yet that needs to be spoken? Hmm, maybe. Oh, I have the thing that I always, always, always prefer to go like a second round. I yeah. always prefer to go. Yeah. How long do you have to wait in between? Oh, almost nothing. That's the yeah. thing. Cool. Uh, like my research, uh, recharge time is like two minutes. Stop. Wow. Like, yeah. I, I I just get back in there. I usually what I do, especially in relationships, I come. Uh, I can't come with like hand jobs or blow jobs. I, I really can't. Like okay. I, I tried it before. I, I can't. Mm-hmm. Has to be with penetration. Mm. I try to make it like quick at first. Like, okay, I'm going to come. I First, I start like slow to, okay, get it started. Then I want to come. I go down on the girl and then I like go back and actually do that, like the whole sex thing, you know? Like, yeah. That's like yeah. my dynamic. That's I love like that. my perfect the session. Back and forth is my favorite. And that's perfect too for those long sessions for people who like, like to have the long, the whole experience. You have to do the back and forth. That's so cool. What about sex dreams? Do you ever have sex dreams? Oh, I've had like sex dreams, but very basic things, okay. you know? I think I never had with a celebrity. Maybe Scarlett Johansson once. <laughs> but but I usually have it like either with a girlfriend or a girl that I wanna like make out with or something like that. Like I wanna I wanna be with her. But everything is very basic with my sex dreams, yeah. Okay. Okay, before I ask you the wrap up questions, are there any other 
disasters, awesome triumphs, weird things, anything unexpected or awkward, amazing that you can think of? I have a thing that I've done, like, the weirdest way that I've gone down on a girl was while picking her up, like, <gasps> with her legs here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against the wall. That was really nice. That's, I did that. I've seen a picture of that. That's one of my fantasies. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I've done that, like, once. Just once. Uh -huh. It was nice. I don't know why I never tried it again. I might try it again, like, talk to my girlfriend or anything Especially like that. Especially if you're doing all those push-ups. Yeah, yeah. It helps. <laughs> Love. Oh, yeah, I can talk about that thing. Okay, they, that was the seagull. You remember that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that seagull. Okay. Oh, and there's going to be a seagull. That's, like, two quick okay, stories. Okay, perfect. I made out with that girlfriend in the New Year's Eve. And then there's a place that people my age usually go to in the summer, like one week. That's Algarve. It's like in the south of the country, like really hot beach, everything. And like we get like really fucked up there. Like we drink a lot. We smoke a lot. We do like all those shit. And this year, the, the clubs were all like closed because right. of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that girl, like she was like, oh, I'm going to be like, I'm going to go to Algarve. Yeah, I'm going to go to like in the same week. And it was like completely pre-planned that we we're gonna fuck. And okay, so that night, one of my best friends, he met a girl. He told her like, "Do you want to go home?" At the same night, I, I talked to him. I said, "Oh, I'm gonna go home with this girl." So yeah, like, will we go together? And he was like, "Yeah, sure, okay." So we went together. And there's two things like very funny that happened. At first, like my friend started like we we went right away to the sex because we knew we we just knew that things were gonna happen. We didn't were like all four of you were in the same spot when you say together. I was in the living room and he was uh, and the um, on the bedroom. Okay, so it was like really close, like to like two walls <laughs> or one wall away. Uh -huh. So we started having sex and she was really loud that night. <laughs> and, like really, loud. I, I was scared that the the neighbors were gonna say something. And he started hearing us from the bedroom. Uh -huh. So he was like, oh, no, I can't listen to this guy. So oh he started, gosh. like, making out with the girl. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, his kickoff. Yeah. And then there was another thing that, okay, while we were having sex, I was, like, close to a window. Like, I was here, and the window was, like, right here. And I just started here, like, knocking on the window. And it was the other friends <laughs> that, like, didn't know that we were there and wanted to get in the house. <laughs> and one of our, our friends, like, actually got in the house with the keys. And was in the living room, saw us, and then went back. Oh, like, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my outside, gosh. Outside, yeah. Did you guys, like, stop, or did you keep going? Oh, I didn't notice. Oh, I you didn't, didn't even notice. <laughs> he told me about it later, and I was that's like, great. oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> well, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. And it was really funny, because he was, like, really drunk. I was like, oh, shit, and just yeah. went back uh, <laughs> to the street. And there was this other girl. This is a very good experience that I have, that... I went, I did a, a trip down the country in the coast mm -hmm. with my friends. Mm -hmm. And in one of the stops, like everybody went to sleep earlier that night. And I drank a little bit uh, and I, I played the guitar. I played mm -hmm. the guitar and I, I had my ukulele with me. And we were in, and, uh, in a place where people like, it's a, a camping site, you know. Uh -huh. Okay, so I started to walk around the, the park. I was like, everybody was asleep. So we, we were just four people. To uh, like uh, my best friends with like girlfriend and boyfriend and a, a friend of mine, a female friend of mine, mm -hmm. and just started to have a walk. They were asleep, and I started to hear a guitar. And I got like really curious. I was like, okay, like I gotta meet this person. I was with my ukulele, so I I saw the person. It was a girl, and I was like, oh, okay, 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 that's nice, that's nice. And I went up to her. I started to play with her some things like improvise, 
and then like some things happened. We had an amazing one night stand, like <gasps> a really like one of the wow. best sex that I've ever had. And damn, it was like magical night completely. I went back to my place where I was sleeping, and I was like, I realized like because she fell asleep and I just left, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, no shit, like it can end up like this. I I gotta like get her number or anything like that. And when I w- went to search back for her, like. I, I couldn't find her. Whoa. And yeah, it was really bad. I got some, I, w- I was like two hours looking for her and I couldn't find her. I just, I couldn't. And we went to another location the next day yeah. and I never saw her again. Oh my gosh. Your guitar angel. She's a guitar yeah. angel. Wow. Yeah, she was. That was nice. That was nice. Oh, and I have a, a really great story that you're going to love too. Oh, yay. In this summer, we went to a, a summer house of mine with a lot of friends mm-hmm. and a friend of mine had just broke up with her. Uh, his girlfriend (laughs) and he wanted to like he wanted a new experience he wanted to be with somebody and there was a friend of mine that was like okay like okay i'll do like a strip test to you if you two make out the boys you and him yeah and she was like (laughs) okay like five seconds you guys make out and and i'll i'll have i'll do a strip test and let's just say that yeah like things happen (laughs) and it was like I love that. The only experience that I got with, with a guy was him. Like, what? my best friend. Yeah, That's a great really reason, nice honestly. Little... That's great. But the thing is that I, I completely... At that moment, I, I just knew I was heterosexual. I didn't, yeah. like, feel anything for guys. Yeah. Like, completely, completely. It wasn't even, like, disgust or liking. It was just neutral, you know? like. It sounds like it was just payment for a lovely striptease. Yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. It was, like, a really bro moment. That was a bro That's great. Moment. I was going to say, that's a true bromance. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a, hey, that's completely a, the the one bromance that I have, like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Damn, yeah. Okay, so, you're 18 years old, or are you 19 yet? I'm 18, I'm going to be 19 in nine days. Oh, <gasps> happy early birthday. Yeah, no, 10 days, 10, 10 days. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, you are 18 years old, you have your life ahead of you, what are your hopes for your sexual future? That's a good question. Okay, so right now, like, I don't want to get ahead of myself with my yeah. relationship, but I, I have this thing, like, I want to I wanna be with this girl, like, for the most time that I can. Mm. I really like her. I'm doing everything, like, right that I did wrong with best relationships with mm. her. So anything that I, I want to try out, like, if I want to get into butt sex or, like, role play or anything like that, I, I want to do it with her. Mm-hmm. But, like, the thing is I'm going to study... Uh, in Germany uh, in the end of the year like um, and we don't, haven't talked about like what we're going to do with the relationship right. you know like, because I'm going to go outside the country and we he- really haven't talked about it so we're just like trying to live the moment right now and be with each other while we can and mm-hmm. then we'll decide that but for now on what I want is like okay to experience new things with her you know yeah like that, that's my thing that's my thing right now <laughs> but any role play or anything or like new experience. I don't have anything right now with my mind, Great. but I know that like something will come up. I am certain of it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, I love, I just hear such uh, enthusiasm and openness in you that I admire so much. And I just feel excited for you. Lastly, if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sexual advice, what age or ages would you pick? And what would you say? Okay. First of all, I'd pick, my youngest 
age ever when I suffer from the thing from child abuse, mm -hmm. of course, and say like, yeah, consent is a thing, like, bro, watch out, you know, mm -hmm. like, really watch out, like, don't tell, don't let people like do anything to you that you don't want, you know, yeah. but if it wasn't that, I'd go back to the to the A girl and say like, don't fall to the group pressure, you know, or, or I have three phases, there's the three phases, and I don't regret those things because yeah. I learned from them. Yes. It's that one from consent that I learned from it. That one that I say, don't don't get peer pressured. That's stupid. And the other girl that I say, like, yeah, don't confuse like friendship with sexual things like right now. OK, because that's going to go wrong. And like I really lost a dear friend at that moment. And she really hates me now because mm. she started liking me and I just got a relationship and things got really super tense. And yeah, yeah, it was really bad. So that's the three points of my life that I. That I advise myself, yeah. Beautiful. Do you have a sex question you want to ask me? Ooh, yes. Okay, something like very basic question. Would you prefer to be on top or like below? Honestly, I... Okay, both because it depends and I don't want to... I will never pick one thing. Like I'm never a person... I have a hard time with favorites because I love everything. <laughs> but I am lazy sometimes and I felt so bad for so many years that I orgasm the best when I'm completely still like I have the best deepest orgasms when I can like be totally like not moving like they're, they're just the strongest and so it wasn't until I met a partner who like loved to strap me down and tie me down and hold me down that I felt really like deep permission to just like be on the bottom and like still be very present and very engaged but just to allow myself to my body to be used until I come so there is a part of me that's like, oh, I just like love to be fucked if I'm down below. But I've also had some really, really, really great orgasms recently. New, Like I feel more intense feelings when I'm on top, but it doesn't always lead to an orgasm, if that makes sense. So it's just kind of like a good, I don't know, I get to like both are good options. But I think if I had to pick, if I'm angling to come, then I'm on the bottom. If I'm angling for like really intense sensation and like, you know, those moments where you just get like, boosts of sexual energy and you feel supercharged that's when I want to be on top like when I'm like yes and like like and that's when I tend to like get like scratching and holding their hair and just like 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 squishing into them till you like are trying to be the same person with the body so yeah I have the, the exact thing like the other way around like really when I get I want to get like really intense orgasms like like my animal self completely yeah. I want to be on top yeah and I prefer to be on top most time because I like to be dominant in yeah. control yeah yeah. But my favorite position is me sitting down and the girl like on top of me completely because it's way more like I yes. feel way more the, the sensations and the vibe completely. <sighs> that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Troy, thank you so much for being a guest. <laughs> oh, I, I gotta think that this was amazing, like really good experience, actually. Fuck yeah. Lovely humans. Thank you for listening. If you appreciate the work that I put into this podcast, I would love it if you took the time to leave us five stars and a nice review wherever you get your podcasts, especially Spotify, since last year's troll attack on our ratings is still affecting our ability to be found via search. <laughs> I do love getting to know you and hearing your stories and meeting you lovely humans in real life. And remember, if you want to collaborate, apply to be a guest or leave us a single story voice memo via xstoriespodcast.com or sexstoriespodcast.com. Sex stories are always going to be my favorite, but now I also have question lists for love, friendship, dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, secrets, and so much more so that we can learn about connection through each other's experiences. 
I fucking love getting your emails and voice memos and receiving thoughtful noodle messages. It truly is hearing from you that fuels this work for me. And if you want to go deeper with me, get to know me, and support this podcast in meaningful, concrete ways, find me on Patreon, OnlyFans, FetLife, Venmo, Cash App, and all social media platforms at Wiley, or work with me privately for photo and video shoots, relationship support, creative breakthrough sessions, and retreats. Wiley.com slash links is where you can find the list of all the ways to play with me, and the link is in the description below. Thank you for joining me to spread ripples of love, to co-create a world where taking care of each other is the norm. Thank you for spoiling and inspiring me with your stories and your support. Please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember to share stories in the name of lovely human connection.